RocketCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the newly renovated Motor City Gaming Studios, Ebo Capone! Oh, introduced before Jazzy Fiddle. That feels pretty good. Yeah. That warms my heart. But let's not forget my shitty ass co host, <laughs> Jazzy Ebo Fiddle. Capone! Oh, wait. <laughs> What's oh, going on, Jazzy? Well, thanks for that lovely intro. Um, I feel really loved. <laughs> you should. Really appreciated. I don't um, pick on people that I don't like, okay? Okay, well, that makes me feel not any better. You can ask all my worse. ex-friends that don't hang out with me anymore because they got sick of my shit. You're just next in line. Yeah. I could tolerate a lot of shit, though, so you're in for a battle. But welcome to episode 126 of the GameZilla podcast. Ah, feels good to be here. Got some big news. Big, big news. Because I have the power, I think, is what I just said in there. But, Jazzy, what's going on? What's new with you? Um, I feel like we haven't seen much of each other, let alone game much. I know. It was it was a rough week for me. Um, we'll get into it a little bit later, but I have to just say that uh, my team lost out of worlds. Ah, there it is. That's yeah. what I've been waiting for. Let me yes. let me just lick those juicy tears. <laughs> <laughs> I was it was I, please don't do that again. That yeah. might be a... <laughs> But those it tears are so salty. <laughs> <laughs> it was stupid that they lost. And what what do I do when something stupid happens? I do something equally as stupid. So in my, you know, my time of weakness, uh, a time where I was super hyped that my team was going to make it to semifinals. I was hoping they were going to make it all the way. I was I was predicting them top four. And, and then, you know, my hopes and dreams got crushed. So there's only one thing to do when you're at that level, that low, low level. I uh, purchased an Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> Those are hard times. <laughs> ah, man. Yeah, that's my first Microsoft gaming console. All right, let's just cut them off right now. We're going right <laughs> into it, Ebone. I just wanted to bring up this moment, okay? There was a moment about, uh, I don't know, maybe three episodes ago, an hour 2105 into the episode. I don't know the specifics, mm-hmm. but I think it was around that area. Ebone, let's let's cue it up. So we've answered the next part of your question. Um, why would you want to steal Xbox Ones? Because there's nothing to play on them. Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> there is. <laughs> there are games like ReCore. And? And? Gears of War 4. Name five games to play on your Xbox One. Easy. Rare Collection. Okay, okay. Can I, uh, uh, yeah. That's cheat mode, but I'll give it to you. How's that, how's that cheat mode? You can't play it anywhere else? Whatever. I bet you're and buying that game. it's dope as hell. Ori in the Blind Forest. Okay. How you doing? I bet you're buying Sunset that game. Overdrive. <laughs> okay. How you doing? Recore. Recore. Fact. Gears of War 4. <laughs> it's not out yet. 
What are you talking about? It is now, bitch. Like two weeks yeah. or whatever. Oh, I have to pick games that are already out. Yeah, fine. Hor- uh, Forza, the only racing game that you can get because nobody else is putting out racing games. Oh my god, you're stretching. Oh, uh, you want me to stretch? Fine. Rise. You even know what that is? Come on, <laughs> come on, Rise. I was stretching. Rise. I was stretching. <laughs> Which rise are you? What were you thinking of? Wait, what is it? It was like that launch title that was like. Yeah, it's good. It doesn't look good. It's like <laughs> it's, it looked unfun. That's like me it being looked like really not fun. You'd be surprised. Couple, 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 uh, couple levels of that game. I think you'd, you'd like it. It reminded me of Gears of War, or of uh, God of War, just obviously not as supernatural. Let's dance, Connect Edition. I'd give him that before I did. <laughs> <laughs> Castle Crashers. <laughs> oh my god! That's a great game. I've never That's played awful. it. I don't know. Anything. I honestly don't know anything about Castle Crashers. Cuphead. Cuphead. Uh, Did you buy that? Do you have that? Mm. Can we go upstairs and play it? The new one's not out yet. Oh, I remember seeing like trailers for that E3. It I was like, amazing. this looks like the coolest game ever made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I was just heartbroken when I found it was an Xbox exclusive. I was like, this game looks amazing. Okay. Okay. Cuphead would sell a system. <laughs> Wait, I, I'm no. creating a new there's, set of my there's plenty more. headset cord. Jazzy, are you telling me that Cuphead doesn't look dope? Cuphead does look good. There I'll, we go. I'll I'll really know Jazzy Gears points. of War doesn't look dope. I've never played Gears of War. So I haven't I either, but I get, think it looks good. Well, I I played, think the trailer looks amazing. I played a little bit of Gears 2. I maybe played three hours of Gears 2. I'm just gonna, I would love to get into Gears. That game does look really interesting. I'm going to remember this day right here. Like, Jazzy loves to just lay shit all over Microsoft, right? <laughs> I'm going to remember this day, the day that he unboxes an Xbox. Absolutely. And when oh, I, I'll YouTube it. Yeah, and when that day comes, I'll be like, man, I'm about to punch you in the dick. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> it cost you 250 plus a dick. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I assume Ugh. I'm getting punched in the dick. Hope yeah. you work up to the show today, Jazzy. Uh, so all I'm saying is it cost him only one twenty five, not two fifty, because he bought my yeah my secondary uh, Xbox I don't need anymore. But I called I I told you I would remember. Yeah, I, I planned, knew you were going I planned to. this whole thing with with Ebone. So and at some point in this episode, you better watch out because I might just come flying over this table <laughs> just to get get that dick punch in. Okay, he, he was willing to eat the difference of losing a little bit of money on the Xbox to know that he was going to get knew, the dick punch. I knew at that price point there you couldn't say no. And yep. and and yeah. just so everyone knows on the podcast, he has already cashed at me the money. He has already bought Gears of War four. This motherfucker is stuck. There's a picture of me. Thumbs up. <laughs> That's box. going on Instagram yeah. real soon. Motor City Gaming. I made sure that he held it and gave me the thumbs up. He had no idea what was coming, though. He yeah. didn't know this was all one giant plan just to smash his face in it. Your Audi's going to get smashed into an innie. But I will say, <laughs> I will say in the end, I will say in the end, though, welcome to Xbox. I'm happy to have another friend. I think I make make two on the <laughs> Xbox Live uh, list there. I'm just kidding. I have like five, but still. <laughs> Compared to like my forty on on PS4, right. it'll be nice to have one more person that's uh, that has the system. But you know what I really grabbed from that clip though, the fact that no matter what game we try to pronounce incorrectly, like Forza, it always goes to Horizon Zero. Dawn. He was about to say <laughs> oh, yeah, Horizon it's like Zero a Dawn. Slip. It's all Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, well, for good reason. For good reason. You're like, uh, oh yeah, I love uh, Super Mario sixty Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It just rolls off the tongue, you know. 
I was gonna save that. We were gonna save that bit for later, but the fact that you came right out the gate and just slammed yourself, we had to make sure that you really understood how big of a piece of shit you really are. <laughs> yeah. I figured if I did it, it would hurt. It would sting less, and I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get Can on. Can you look up a few more tears? Yeah. Why don't you finish up with uh, what you've been up to? Because you haven't been playing the Xbox just yet. No. I've been watching Worlds and playing League of Legends. Yeah, that's about it. That's so. it. Nothing super exciting aside from the fact that my team lost. I, I wouldn't call that exciting at all, but uh, Ebone, what exciting news do you have? I went ham on Iron Banner yesterday. Almost my entire day was spent playing Iron Banner, which is probably my favorite thing to do in Destiny, but... They made some changes to Iron Banner. You, the drop rate is way up. If you're winning matches, you're getting purple stuff left and right. When you complete your bounties, you get armor. When you complete your bounties, you get guns. Uh, and it was fun. It was the new mode supremacy, which the first like five matches I played, I'm like, I'm already sick of this. And then I finally got into a rhythm and was playing well and was actually enjoying myself. And I got uh, the, the gun they were giving out. I would say is sort of meant to counter, you know, the the doctrine, the the hot bullet hose, because this thing was a bullet hose, like max fire rate. Just, you know, you could, I got a roll where I could have a sixty nine bullet clip on it with increased target acquisition. Wow. So I was just destroying people with it, and it felt good because I'm terrible at the game. So if I can have a bullet hose that I can beat people with, it felt really, really good. <laughs> good, good. And uh, oh. I also have to give a recommendation for people that are late to the party like me, Transformers Devastation. If you're a PS Plus member, you need to go download it, put all of your other games on the shelf, and play it, because it's one of the coolest games I've ever played in my entire life. It's just fun. <laughs> it is. It's, it looks beautiful, and it is it is fun beat-em-up, uh, button-mashing uh, combat. I absolutely loved it. I put a plenty of time this week into Transformers, and, uh, and now I'm super pumped to play that Turtles game that I didn't pick up. Made my platinum. Yeah, de- Devastation is so good, and, and you've been talking about it so much that actually I went back and played some of it, and it just made me realize that my sealed copy of uh, TMNT uh, Mutants of Manhattan needs to be unwrapped and uh, and played because I, I don't know why I haven't played it yet. I just, just kind of got pushed to the wayside, and I need to uh, I need to play that. But besides that, I played some League with Jazzy. It was, uh, you know... Right on the same path as before, where we're losing a lot. But at least I can hold on to one positive thing this week, past weekend, and that is that the only North American team to get to quarterfinals was my team, Cloud9, baby. That's right. They rode the coattails of Korea, but they're in the quarterfinals. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Let's go, Albus Knox Luna! <laughs> Yeah, seriously, they have a better shot, so I'm right there with you. But anyways, I just like the fact that through all of this battle of North America, championships in Toronto, where Cloud9 got beat up by TSM, all of it, in the end, Cloud9 is the best North American team for year 2016. Period. I don't want to agree with that, but I will agree with the fact that I'm super pumped that a North American team made corner finals because it was looking real dark. Yeah, it didn't look good, but we're there. Um, other than that, I got to play. I had to work uh, this weekend at like 3 in the morning. It was pretty brutal, so I took my Vita with me, and I was playing some more... Oh, man, what's the game that I've been... That... Badlands. Badlands. Badlands, you've been hyped about. I think it's Badland, though. It might be. I don't I, think it's, yeah. not, bad, not Borderlands. Right, right. Badland. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, so I put some time into that and I was having some having some fun there. And then I also picked up the um, Freedom Wars again on the Vita, which is a again if you have a Vita and you haven't played and you're looking for a RPG action based game. Uh, Freedom Wars is really cool. It's a very unique game that uh, doesn't get talked. It never got talked about enough. So, check that out. I think it was a freebie actually. Uh, PS Plus a couple months ago. So if you ended up downloading it and you haven't checked it out, go ch- go check it out. I haven't played any Destiny because my weekend was consumed with Gears of War four. And I'm just gonna say I'm gonna save it for a little bit later when we do uh, cover this game, but. It was everything I hoped for. Can you call by its proper name? Gears of Fours? Gears of Fours uh, Horizons Zero. 4. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into a little more coverage of the of, of Gears of War. I had a really good time. And um, yeah, but with that, let's uh let's talk about some leaky news. I mean leaky. Some... I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Bitch, cut me off. Download complete. She's a skank, you know that? Cuts me off. Doesn't make me dinner. Anyways. We didn't even plug our fucking sponsor. <laughs> well, I'll happily do that now. <laughs> we got a sponsor. Give it to us, Ethan. <laughs> So, if you want to do the customary appropriate thing, and that's buy me a birthday present for my birthday at the end of October, you need to go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and buy me a beard crate. It's uh, like uh, like a loot crate. It's like uh, some of those other things, only it's actually got good stuff in it. It's not just full of uh, cheap novelties, all right? It's got beard balms, beard elixir, beard shampoo, Whatever you need to take care of your beard, you get to customize what you want to take care of your beard. You can have it shipped directly to your home. What is it? Monthly, bi-monthly? They got you covered. That's right. Beard poo? No beard poo. Oh. No beard poo. So go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and do your shopping for all your beard care needs and use the checkout code MCGAMING to save 20% on orders of $25 or more. DetroitBeardCollective.com has everything you need for your beard. There we go. All right, got the sponsor out of the way. Good job. Now I'm going to do my intro over again. We got some leaky news. The year of the delay has struck again. And I hope you're ready for some Mighty Morphin Gaming Rangers. All this and more on this week's episode of the GameZilla Podcast. I'm searching the web for the again. latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? That's right. That's right. <laughs> I control the computer. The computer does not control me. <laughs> At least I like to believe that in my small brain. All right. First up, we got some leaky news. Mass Effect Andromeda release date is seemingly given away here. March 21st, 2017. Not that far into the year. We knew it was a 2017 release, but it's right around the corner. Who's excited about this? I know Ethan's not. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for the sheer fact of the possible leak date. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's not Mass Effect Horizon Zero Dawn. 
<laughs> I mean, it kind of is. You just, I mean, it could be. Anyways, uh, the Amazon listing for Dark Horse Comics Art of Mass Effect Andromeda book appears to be have revealed the release date for Bioware's latest sci-fi epic, March 21st, 2017. We already knew that this book release date, but the pre-order listing blurb states that Dark Horse will release the art book of Mass Effect Andromeda simultaneously with the game. Oops. So there you go. That's, that's, that's big news because it's one of the most anticipated releases of next year. It is, yeah. yeah. And and people have been talking so much about this game. The trailer looks sweet in the uh, the Pro, uh, whatever see, you call see, it. See, I think, yeah, the, the PS4 Pro um, announcement. Yeah, announcement meeting. But whatever. I don't know. I, I thought that trailer was kind of... Lackluster. I didn't think it really showed off like a lot about of, of the of the game in the sense of like scale. But overall, I know there's people that love Mass Effect that are super pumped to get into this game. Uh, Brick bitch being one of them. So cool. I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on it, but there you go. You have a you have a potential release date. It has not technically been confirmed, but it looks pretty promising. Brick bitch uh, review coming March 2017. Exactly. <laughs> Next up, we have another leak, and that is Overwatch's next hero has apparently been leaked. That's right. We got pictures following an apparent reveal of a Halloween season event. So that's the other thing that's kind of come out here is that we're looking at our next seasonal event for Overwatch, which is going to bring probably a special game mode, special skins, all sorts of stuff that you're going to be able to, to get a hold of. But special loot boxes. That's right. I hope there's gonna be a spooky level. A Russian Overwatch group, possibly a Russian Overwatch group, claims to have revealed the game's next playable character, Sombra, alongside a new game mode for said Halloween event. Sombra has been the subject of a months-long ARG, placing her as a hacker in the Overwatch universe, seemingly trying to communicate information to players. The Halloween event leaked itself appeared to point to the introduction of the character, and now apparently, here she is, complete with a submachine gun and claw gloves. She looks pretty cool. I'm, I'm pretty pumped. You can check this out on our Facebook page, Motor City Gaming. It's a website, so it's facebook.com slash Motor City Gaming. It's a website. There you go, Ethan. It's a website. <laughs> I'm going to play that to death till you finally ask me to stop doing it. Good luck. <clears throat> Posted on Reddit, the image seemingly comes from an internal Blizzard document which says that Sombra lost everything during the game's Omnic Crisis incident, worked with the Los Muratos gang last seen in the Soldier 76 animated short, and then went underground as she was rec- and then recruited by Talon, the organization which includes characters Reaper and Widowmaker, among others. The document also includes a short section that appears to point to the Halloween event's uh, bespoke game mode in the... Oh, yeah, 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 sorry. In the same way that the Summer Games event included Lucio Ball. In this case, it appears to be a Horde mode. Ooh, Ooh, I like... I haven't read this yet. This is exciting me. I don't know how to read, so I didn't either. (laughs) Horde mode style affair, putting players against the zombie... With Zomnix and Dr. Junkenstein's evil allies. Oh my. I, I would I'd play a lot of that. I yes. see if that's what it's gonna be, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, and there's even more pictures of like a like 
looks like Junkrat as like an evil doctor, which yeah. is pretty sweet. But apparently, uh, there was a comic book that was Junkin. based around this, and they're assuming that the skins are coming out of the comic book. So you have Junkenstein, Junkrat, um, Frankenstein's monster Roadhog, nice. Van Helsing, then, McCree. Yep, as just some of the few that they've told us about in this comic. Yeah. Now, this is entirely possible that it is fake. Blizzard has never released two major pieces of Overwatch content so close together previously, but the sheer number of corresponding pieces of evidence emerging at similar times makes it worth consideration. So, there you have it. It is not 100% confirmed, but it does look very interesting. I have a question. You think there's any backlash to Amazon leaking all this shit? Oh, absolutely. Like, it seems like, like it's yeah. always Amazon. Like, oh, Amazon Germany leaked this, or Amazon... I mean, know. they are kind of big. That, that's my question. Is <laughs> right. do, you, do you really... Do you just let things go, or do you be like, come on, Amazon, you do this all the time. They're like, ha, 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 ha. What are you going to do, pull your product from Amazon? Yeah, that's true. I wonder. But All right. The year the delay has struck again. This time, close to my heart, Gravity Rush 2 has been delayed there's positive news here, though. There is very positive news, which this is, and here's the example of how you do it right. Okay, so Gravity Rush Two has been delayed. It was supposed to come out late this year. It's being pushed uh, a little over a month to January 20th in the UK and the US. The director of the game puts the delay down to how busy the holiday release schedule has become, with games like Final Fantasy 15, Last Guardian, Pokemon Sun and Moon occupying the same window. Gravity Rush 2 is the conclusion of Kat's journey, he explained, so he wants the players to have enough time to dive deep into her story. In addition, as a lot of work went into online features that allow for uh, extra player interaction, we want as many people as possible playing the title at the same time. After four years of development making a title we are very proud of, we want to release it at the very best time. So here we go. This is how you do it for all you developers out there. In a classy move, to- Toyama announced that as a result of the delay, a planned paid DLC pack coming for the game, an additional story that will take place in the world of Gravity Rush 2, will now be released for free. Yep, bingo. Hey, you're going to delay your game again and make your fans wait? Give them something for free. Everybody likes free shit. Yep. So that is the way to do it. You were you were upfront and you were honest about things. It is unclear if the delay will affect the release of the upcoming Gravity Rush anime tie-in, but we should know more about that soon. And Toyama promises that we have many more exciting things in store, including more information about the title and the special animated feature. So it's a delay. It's only a month, but... We're also going to be, you know, kind of, I'm sorry, here's some free DLC. That's the way it should be done. Good job. What are you smiling about over there? So, I'm researching our next subject because I don't have anything to add to a conversation about Gravity Rush. And I was watching a video about our next next news topic, and there was an ad before it for Destiny Mega Blocks. Did you guys see this <laughs> yes. ad yet? Yes. I'm like, oh, I want those so bad. I want like a little Titan on my desk yeah. at work, and yeah. I'm like, oh man. I um, 
this past weekend, I also had to work overnight, but uh, Sunday into Monday, whereas you guys did uh, Saturday into Sunday. Um, and uh, I was like, man, I got to stay up as late as I can Saturday night to kind of get myself into that mindset to where I don't, I'm not dragging at work. So I stayed up for three hours until about five in the morning after I put my gaming down and watched a a streamer stream Hearthstone. I don't know why. I was just like, man, okay, I'm going to watch some Hearthstone. And then I just got sucked into this guy's gameplay of Hearthstone. And, like, after each one of his matches, he had, like, cuts into, like, commercials. And that Mega Bloks Destiny one was on, like, every single cutscene. And I was like, yes! He was also getting brainwashed while he watched Worlds because he was watching League of Legends Worlds on his PS4. So every 30 seconds, he watched a PlayStation VR commercial. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> he knows it more was. about PlayStation VR than anyone. <laughs> it wasn't like, hey, we're going to give you a different commercial. It was like four commercials in a row, all the same commercial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's the it's same just a repetitive exact commercial. exact commercial over and over again. Yep. All right, so next up. Sorry for that side tangent. No, you're, you're good. Destiny you're good. Because this, I mean, really, let's be honest. We need that positive news with this. Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare, and Modern Warfare Remastered will be a combined 130 gigabyte install on the hard drive. <sighs> hard to fit it all in drive. So... Um, obviously for a lot of the new people picking, or a lot of the people with new systems picking this up, maybe is not of a, as a big deal, but for someone rocking a 500 gig system, that's a lot of real estate for two games, I guess, if you want to, you know, I mean, it is two games, but still. <sighs> Grim, does that mean you're going to buy it for your, uh, Xbox one with your two terabytes? Uh, no. Gonna install it? Yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> right. Yeah. I do have two terabytes on my Xbox. Now. I like that. I love my new Xbox. We'll get into that in a second. Update, though. Activision has confirmed the 130 gigabyte install estimate, albeit uh, with some clarifications. In an update to the U.S. version of the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, the publisher states that the estimate storage space required for Call of Duty Infinite Warfare and Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, Legacy Deluxe Edition, or Legacy Pro is a combined 130 gigabytes. However, this is described as a high-end estimate, including both games. Their respective day one patches and the six player six multiplayer maps coming to Modern Warfare Remastered post launch. So it's not exactly just the disc, but realistically, to play the game in the way that they have imagined you to play it, it's 130 gigs. You could slap whatever you want on it and be like, well, yeah, but, uh, you know, there's this map over here and, like, this extra level here and this extra character here. Like, I don't care. It's 130 gigs for two games on my 500 gig hard drive, which is what most people have currently. It's over a fifth of your storage. <laughs> That's brutal. I so. can't play this game anymore because with my gerbils that I have running my internet, I will never be able to download it. True. Ever. You were the only one that wanted to play it anyways. You all, sorry, you and probably Cable. Yeah, this really hurt my feelings. <laughs> Which, by the way, we've uh, we've gotten some feedback from you guys, and I want to uh, let you know we're going to update the website so that it's a little bit easier in the uh, meet the team, about about the team area. Cable, our, our head of streaming, uh, our, our first-person shooter pro, he, he, his real name's Chris. You can check out all of his content right on our website. But 
we we heard your feedback about when we reference people on the show sometimes it's a little bit confusing so we want to try to let you know that when we say a name it's part of the team and if not if we're talking about bmc he's a fan okay he's one of the fan fans that join us and he games with us so we just give a lot of people nicknames if they hang around with us long enough that bmc button master caleb you know we made fun of him because you could hear you could just hear how hard he was hitting the buttons through his microphone so we named him bmc if you want a cool nickname, start emailing us every week. Info at MotorCityGaming.com. Keep sending us emails, and I'm sure we'll throw a nickname your way eventually. Yeah, start gaming with us, too. But yeah. we, have heard your, we have heard your advice, and we will try to clarify these things a little better for you. All right. Here's the biggest news of the century. Power Rangers Mega Battle announced for the PS4 and Xbox One. Boom, 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 boom. My goodness. Had you, oh, first of all, have you guys looked this over? Did you look this over? That's what I was looking over when I saw the Destiny Mega Go, go, okay. Horizon Zero Dawn. No, and this oh. is better than Horizon this look, Zero Dawn. Yeah, this looks way better. <laughs> so why am I so excited about this? Bandai Namco has announced Saban's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Mega Battle for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. There are currently conflicting reports over whether this game is also coming to PC, but we've reached out to Bandai uh, Namco and have not seen an update on, or, or gotten a response yet. So, But the digital game will feature classic beat-em-up gameplay. And I mean classic. This is like Streets of Rage, TMNT 2 Arcade. Golden Axe. Golden Axe. This is that style that we all love. The old school X-Men arcade game. I'm super pumped the second I saw this gameplay. It's across levels reminiscent of locations from the first two seasons of the TV show. You'll be able to choose your favorite Power Ranger and level up their abilities. So there is going to be leveling, which is perfect. It's taking a little bit of the new, a little bit of the old, and mashing it together. You'll be using martial arts and weapons to fight enemies, and don't worry, there will also be Megazord battles, and we got to see some in the trailer. Holy effing ballsack. Does it look sweet? Plus, there's a co-op mode where you'll be able to combine your skills to perform special attacks. <sighs> Saban's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Mega Battle is due for release in the Americas in January 2017! Ooh, it's coming up quick. It's coming up Ooh. quick. It's uh, like tomorrow. Yeah, so... If you haven't checked out this trailer, you can check it out on our social media. Head on over to facebook.com slash Motor City Gaming. It's a website. website. Real (laughs) quick sidetrack. Quick sidetrack. Okay, going around the room. Grim, who is your favorite Power Rangers monster that they had to fight? Ooh. Ooh. Man, that's a good question. Jazzy, be thinking. Be thinking a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I was always a fan of Rita's, you know, right-hand man with, uh, uh, what's his name? Goldar. Goldar, yeah. I, I really you'd be a Goldar fan. I always liked Goldar, but I'm trying to think of, like, the, the like the one-offs, you know? There were some yeah, really oh, yeah, cool monsters yeah. that they fought, but Goldar obviously is, is my one of my favorites. I thought you were going to ask me Power Ranger, and it was obviously Red Ranger. Yeah. but I was Green, Green Ranger for life. Yeah. Jazzy, do you have a favorite Power Ranger monster? No, they're not, all, I remember they were all like super weird. Like they, oh, I yeah. feel like they all had because like they're all some, Japanese. Yeah, they, they were like monsters that were made out of like your typical like and like oh, there's a shark monster and a you know a wolf monster and stuff like that. I don't yeah, remember Rita, the Rita names and stuff. We didn't go but, too far outside the you know. Yeah, 
the realm there. She kept she kept it close. She kept it real. It's a children's show. <laughs> um, I have two favorites. Yeah, I want to hear them. Okay, first, first and foremost, the eyeball monster. Yeah, that one's just a big pile of eyeballs. I think, yes. yes. Okay, that's a good one. Eyeball monster. When I think, other than Goldar, when I think Power Ranger monster, the first one that comes up is uh, is eyeball monster, and the next one it might have it might have been the first episode. I really don't remember. Pig monster, the one who the pig who like ate yeah, all the stuff. Yeah, I forgot. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, the pig monster just really stuck in my mind as being cool. I also remember the uh, scorpion chick. Remember her? Oh, yeah. With the, yeah. Yep. She was sort of like a female Goldar in some ways. What was yep. the, the other guy's name was Babu, right? Babu, yeah. The, the blue dude. And then there yep. was the old dude that used to make all the monsters in his monster On machine. On clay or whatever, yeah. Yeah. What were the what were the common bad guys called? Putties. Putties. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So speaking of that, I want I wanted to just pop this out there. Have you guys watched, right when this came out, something else dropped, the first trailer for the Power Rangers movie. Did you see it? It came out while I was in Grand Rapids for the weekend, uh, attending a musical performance. Okay. So I did not watch it yet. Have Jazzy? No, I didn't. Okay. All I'm going to say, wow, I'm actually really excited for this movie now. When you get a, when you get a chance, you guys need to watch this trailer because, I mean, I was ex- I was semi excited because it was Power Rangers, but with the history of Transformers and Turtles and Michael Bay ruining everything I ever loved. Not that he has anything to do with this. But he does. <laughs> but he but I does. still was very worried because I just haven't had a very good track history. The trailer really excited me. I was like, okay, you know what? This is like this feels good. This feels this feels like like I I can't wait to see this now. I wanna see more. Give me another trailer. So and it's a very good teaser trailer. They give you just enough where you're like, son of a bitch. So have they rebooted anything from our childhood that's been good? Man, I'm just gonna Ghostbusters, go- according to you. <laughs> I thought it was decent. I thought it was decent. Yeah, I, right. Would that be considered our childhood, though? That was, I mean, I was. It was made like four years before I was born. Yeah, I don't think it's fair to yeah. call it. Like we enjoyed it as child, ch- as children. But I think, uh, I think it was, it wasn't one of our movies. Listen, if like they- we haven't got a new Space Jam that's you know that's really like been up as good as the first Space Jam. Um. <laughs> if they make a if they made a live action Street Sharks movie, I would suck that thing's dick all the way. <laughs> I, what does that be, even mean? It could be the Just worst movie go. ever, and I'd be like, nope, Academy Award winner, best movie ever. Like you never, <laughs> you would never be able to tell me that it was a bad movie. That's it could, false. I call it such horseshit because here's no. why: Grimlock has been in a Transformers movie. And I fucking hate. That's why. That's why the next time I see Michael Bay, I'm going to punch him in the dick. I may go to jail, but I'm going to hit that man in the dick for what he did to Grimlock. Okay, couple things. One, Street Sharks is way cooler than Transformers. What? <laughs> no, it is not. Get yourself fight, checked. Fight, and fight. two. The uh, Street Sharks in general is so ridiculous. Could they make a movie that was bad? Yeah, wor- worse they would than try X's- to make it too realistic. No, they, sign me up, man. Every every five minutes, they'd be like, "Hold on, I'm a shark. I gotta go get some water." <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. And now I'm not gonna die. What's up with all the slurping fucking noises? I'm really, on the show. I'm really into the slurping today. I guess. <laughs> it could be a DC like dark and brooding like remake, and I would, I'd still go for I'm it. I'm telling you right now, Michael Bay could ruin this for you. 
I don't know. Man. Michael Bay would ruin it for <laughs> you. It's just like as much as I love Street Sharks, the, just in- think the integrity of it is so weak. Think of Turtles. Think of Turtles one, and your reaction in the theater, here's, and then make it worse, and that's Street Sharks. Here, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Turtles it was so iconic and so big. Street Sharks is sort of like that small little thing that I love. And I just feel like if they if they made the movie of it, like Turtles was bigger and easier to mess up. You could do whatever you want with Street Sharks. I just want more Street Sharks. I I disagree. I really think that that they could they could ruin it for you. They rebooted MacGyver, and I like it. Now, to be fair, are you watching that MacGyver? Yeah. We're really getting out of video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, then we'll get back on track here. You did like the new Ghostbusters movie, <laughs> so you're probably right in the sense that you. you like anything. I don't like anything. Yeah, anything. I like anything. awful things that fall within my wheelhouse. <laughs> Moving on to our last story is Destiny Rise of Iron Raid gets heroic mode release date. So, if you are tired of beating the, the raid on normal, we we'll are not. screw you because <laughs> we can't beat it yet because we suck. But, if you're good... Heroic mode is on its way. Destiny's term for hard mode will be unlocked for Destiny Rise of Iron's Wrath of the Machine raid on October 18th. My, my, that's a week away from today. Ooh. So, completing the extra tough battle against Akis and his various minions will reward players with a loot with up to a 400 light level making it the only means so far of reaching the game's new and possibly final level cap. Bump, 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 final. As in, your character's not going over to the new game, bitches. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I have no proof of that. They're probably not. If it didn't, I would probably lose my mind. You Go ahead. I will lose my mind. It's it's not. I bet the characters are not going over. They did it in Borderlands. That's Gearbox. That's completely different. Bungie is on par with Gearbox. So they, no, when they, did your characters transfer over? You like, could transfer your characters over from from PS3 to PS4. Yeah, but they're not different games. You can transfer them from the pre-sequel handsome from the pre-sequel to the pre-sequel handsome collection. It's still the same game. It's just a, an HD version. Can I not play it on on Borderlands Two though? No, you can't. You can't take your Claptrap and play it in Borderlands 2. You can't take your handsome Jack you know, clone and play it in Borderlands 2. It's not how that works. All right. Ethan, let me just let me lay this down for you. I wish my, I had the Street Sharks theme to let play. Let me just lay this down for you. If my character doesn't move over to Destiny 2, he's not gonna. I will strangle you. I have to live long enough to see my dream Piss poor Street no. Sharks movie. I'll wait for the day that the trailer's supposed to launch, and I will strangle you out right before it plays. I'll even have it up on a screen, screen like <laughs> yes, you're about I to die. watch it, and then choke you out. Or I'll just take two plastic forks and stab them in your eyeballs. So I can never see like, it. Go ahead, play the trailer now, asshole. Can we film wait, this wait. and then like darken you guys out and like Mystery <laughs> Science Theater three thousand and then like oh, you can't do anything to us because it's just, all a legend. I, I want us to come with, up with a reasonable wager. And I would wager that your character's not going to transfer over to Destiny 2. You're probably right. But anyways. The loser buys the Chinese for a Monday episode, a Monday recording session. I like it. Deal. Okay. So, 
Some people from Bungie promised that uh, monitor, they will be monitoring the first team to complete the new version of the raid, as it did when it first uh, when they when the raid started coming out. So it'll be a race to see who's the best squad to beat the heroic mode raid. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like the raid. I'm we're well off from being able to play it in heroic mode, but uh, there you go for anybody that's already managed to get their light level that high. BMC, that's Button Master Caleb. He's friend a fan, of the show. <laughs> friend of the show. He's like I don't know, like light level four hundred now. I'm not sure for sure anymore. I stopped playing with him because it's bullshit. But there you go. You can play the heroic mode October eighteenth. That's been the news. You can check out all these articles on our social media, Facebook.com backslash Motor City Gaming. It's a website. You can also go head on over to MotorCityGaming.com. It's our website. And you can check out a lot of the links for these stories, for our blogs, the forum where we all argue why Street Sharks, the movie, could potentially wreck Ethan's life. I can hear everything you're doing over I'm there. Just... Stop molesting your <laughs> microphone, Jazzy. I don't. I love Street Sharks, but I don't take it seriously enough where it would ruin my life. You will. I did take Turtles seriously enough where I didn't sleep for a week after that Michael <laughs> Bay movie Holocaust. <laughs> I love that movie. It was a genocide was, on my eyes. It was an abortion. <laughs> it was an abortion. God. An abortion of cinema. I could dress Jazzy up as a turtle and it'd be a better movie. Absolutely. Fact. And I can't sew, so we know that the costume would be god-awful. But I'd be the best turtle, Raphael. <laughs> the best turtle. All right. So before we close out the news, we do want to hit a little bit about LCS because we talked about our teams Jazzy's didn't make it, in case you forgot. Let's just clear that up. Jazzy's team did not make it. Yeah. If you missed, scrubs. If you missed it, <laughs> dun, Jazzy's dun, team dun. did not make it. TSM are losers. They're washed up has-beens. Never going to make it ever again. Garbage. Bust. We're just kidding. We love you. Yeah. If you're listening, then we love you. We'd if, love if to you're not listening, you. We'd love, we'd love for you to come be on the show. <laughs> yeah. So... We had eight teams come out of the uh, come out of the round robin, and they go as follows: SKT, SK Telecom T1 comes out as a one seed against Royal Never Give Up. They will be facing off each other against each other. Then you have ROX Tigers versus Edward Gaming, and that's the one side of the bracket. The other side of the bracket is Samsung Galaxy versus Cloud Nine, and H2K versus. Elvis Knox Luna. Elvis Knox going all the way, baby. <laughs> There's no way. They're going to win it all. They're going to win it Biggest upset, upset in, in, in league history. LCS do I think they can beat H2K? Yes. And I do. Cloud9. And that's my team. And SK Telecom T1. Now you're. F- and ROX Tigers. They're going all the way, Jay. Wait, the Flash Wolves still in it? No. They Damn. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis Knox going all the way, but so, anyways, uh, the quarterfinals of these eight teams will happen this coming weekend in Chicago, and uh, it'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. The all of them will be broadcasted on YouTube through the LOL channel, so you can go watch them there. And then semifinals will be in New York at the Madison Square Gardens, which will be really cool. And finals in LA at the Staples Center. So. We probably will not be going to California, or sorry, to Chicago, uh, because Cloud9 plays on Thursday. Yep. 
that kind of they got linked real bad. Yeah, that's right what ruined it. That's what yeah. ruined it for me. If it would have been Friday or later, I would have I would have started to consider it. But the problem is, is that Cloud Nine plays on Thursday, and then Elvis Knox plays on Sunday. So it's like those are the two teams I'd want to watch. I'd have to put myself there for four days. Yep. And it's just you know, eh, the the cost of that starts going up more than than I want to spend. I I think I'll hang out at home and cheer them on from the couch. Yeah. Hashtag Korea League of Legends tournament. That's pretty much, you're right. But uh, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this because we, we talk about League every week right now because of Worlds, but there you have it. We'll give you an update on who's going to the semifinals or who will be in the semifinals next episode. Ah, all right, that was our attack on the news for these topics and much more news. Visit our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gaming. That's a website. It's time... For some emails. As far as I know, the AI didn't uncorrupt that email audio due to having to extract Jazzy's uh, <laughs> Jazzy discrepancies in the past and the things he said about Xbox. So there is uh, still no uh, artificial intelligence introductions to the emails, and um, I am all submitting... <laughs> All hail our artificial intelligence overlord. All right, Jazzy, give us some emails. Uh, I, okay. So our first email comes from BMC himself, Button Master Caleb. Thank you for sending your question, BMC. Friend of the show. A friend of the show. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Most of the gamers I know are mid-30s, like the rest of us old farts. I have been playing video games for 27 years, and it's got me thinking, am I past my prime? Yes. I think back to when I used to school fools in Goldeneye and Never. wonder, could I beat 14-year-old me <laughs> now? No. Grim's over here trumping it. <laughs> no. False. Liar. <laughs> Not true. Gina. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, wow. I apologize, friend of the show, but Mr. Caleb. I think I am better at certain problem solving games at 32, but I think 14 year old me hyped up on Mountain Dew and youth would destroy me in most fast paced games. So, are you better or worse than your 14 year old selves? Could you defeat your prior selves in gaming, or is it all downhill from here? Game on, you gaming phenoms. Button Masher Caleb, friend of the show. Uh, well, I mean, one part of it is reaction time has is dropping off. So, yeah, as far as Twitch reaction type games like Destiny, Overwatch, like every game that we play, leaving League, yes, we're not as good as we used to be. That's just simply because we're technically should be retired at this point if we were pros. I can say that when it comes to dual stick first person shooters, I didn't get in at like the PS2 era or Xbox era and really get into shooters. I didn't get back into them until pretty much this generation. So I was really, really bad at them. Still pretty terrible. But I know that if I were to play some Red Faction 1 against my younger self, I'd destroy my younger self. But if I were going to play some wrestling on the N64... No one could touch teenage Ethan. I was phenom level. I was the Undertaker of N64 wrestling games. Oh, wow. 
I see it. I guess it would depend on the game, but at the same time, I feel Doctor Mario reaction time wise, like for, he he uses the age fourteen. So at fourteen, I feel my reaction time is going to be way higher at age fourteen. I get that, but I think my understanding and ability to kind of sway the gameplay a little bit differently just because I understand how the game works can utilize, you know, my intelligence to sway my lack of reaction time, I think I'd still beat my younger self. Well, that's the same thing as saying in the sports where it's like, yeah, I was way faster when I was young, but now I'm smarter, you know? So maybe I, you know, I play the game differently where I don't need to exert myself as much as possible. But in, in this world... In Overwatch, when you when you, and I know it's your fourteen year old self, but fourteen year olds wreck our shit sometimes. When well, it, almost all the time yeah, for me. Yeah. So, understanding a game, absolutely. I think for sure we've also had. I mean, we've had. We're the generation of gamers. You know, before that, there yeah, there were video games, but not nothing like what we're dealing with. So we're that generation that grew up with games. So we evolved with it to the. But it, this would be more of an interesting question for the next generation, where when they were 14, they had competitive Call of Duty, and when they were 30, they still had competitive Call of Duty. Because when we were 14, we, no, we, didn't, didn't, ha- we didn't have first-person shooters that were like what we have now. So it's hard to sit there and say, would my 14-year-old self be able to beat my 33-year-old self in Overwatch? I don't know. When I, I could be, I'm saying now I could beat young me at Red Faction. That was out when I was like 15. Yeah. So, I'm it, calling it. Yeah. yeah. I guess I, it you, could you game. beat Halo One area Grim at Halo One? I think so. I think so. Because yeah, my patience at 14 was not high, and so when I sucked, I was, I instantly like got got out of focus and, and screamed and broke controllers and you know. Yeah, I guess first-person shooter, it would probably be Went and looked at my Maxim magazines. Screw you guys, I'm going to go see some almost nudity. That's right. The first-person shooters would probably be a lot closer than, like, if you're going to take my favorite game, League, I feel with just the practice and the amount of time I put in that game, I become better the longer I play it. So, yeah, I'm not going to have the same reaction time, but me playing my 14-year-old self on League now, I would... I think destroy them. But could you destroy Faker? Well, no, because he's like this. This goes back to your sports, your sport. Like so, Pavel Datsuk from the Detroit Red Wings in the NHL has retired. But you think that any one of us could, in our prime best shape, being a decent hockey player, could have taken Pavel Datsuk at the, his last year of hockey? I mean, no disrespect to the late great Gordy Howe. But I know not a single one of us could even lace up our skates in comparison to like wheelchair ridden Cordy Howe. None <laughs> yeah. of us are so none of us could ever possibly compete with Pav. Yeah. That's an extreme comparison. Well, that's what he just did. Faker's the best player in the world in league. Saying it's because it's because of his reaction time. That's why he's the best player. Give him five years, he won't be the best player anymore because he won't have the reaction time. He'll be smarter and understand the game more than he ever did. But his reaction time will not be as good. He will yep. not be the best in the world anymore. Yeah. I mean, I think we can come to one conclusion in at our ripe ages of 30-ishes between the three of us, we could all beat 
14-year-old button masher, Caleb. <laughs> true. true, true, true. That's because he had no video games back then. <laughs> but because the devil <laughs> the devil was in Shaq Fu. He had a paddle ball, like with the string and the ball. That's it, that's it. it, yeah. They had to get rid of the string, though, because the devil was in the string. Yes. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. Ball. I'm sorry, BMC. I'm sorry. But in all, it'd be I, better if there was no ball. The que- you just hit a string. And yeah. A if, if the question is simply this, though, if if you play, if you took your knowledge that you have now for gaming and you put it in your 14 year old self, so the only difference was age, your 14 year old self would beat you every time. Oh yeah. Because reaction time means that much in video games. So if you're going to sit there and say the knowledge that you have now is going to overpower reaction time. Yeah, I think occasionally, but I think overall in the end with like, with games that are so important on how quickly can you make that adjustment, make that move and click that button, your your you know, your knowledge and skill level is only going to take you so far before you just cannot compete. And that's why I don't even try to go into these you know, Counter-Strike, Overwatch on the PC, things like that where it becomes ultra Twitch factor, ultra reaction factor. At that point, I'm like, nope, not even interested. Good question, though. Thank you. Yeah, really good question. Next question comes from God of Games. I said that, that was terrible. I know. I like went through puberty. Do it again. God of Games. That was better. A little better. Can I do it? AJ. God of Games. There it God is. of Games. That's a haunted one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. October, we had, to, we had to throw in the haunted yeah. one. So. so our next question comes from God of Games, AJ, friend of the show. Wait, from who? God of Games. Who? AJ. Who? God of Games. You can't AJ. say it like that. Friend of the show. God of Games! <laughs> Even though Gears Michael 4... McDonald. <laughs> God, God of Games! <laughs> Even though Gears 4 is a AAA title, I found it to be better than expected. What game surprisingly exceeded your expectations? Easy. Transformers Devastation. I'm Easy. It. Gears of War 4. <laughs> I'm right there with them on Gears of War 4. Um, other ones... Uh, I mean, Transformers Devastation, yeah, because I guess I had no idea what to expect. You know, like I, I, All I cared about was it, was it was a Transformers game that actually looked like it was worth my attention compared to some of the previous games. But um, Gears of War 4... Huge one. Mm. Overwatch. I mean, that was another one where I had no expectation. You yeah. know, Gears of War four. I, I don't know if you remember, but I shit all over Gears of War four on this podcast before any of the trailers came out because I was pissed that they were bringing back Gears of War when they had closed it off, sealed it up, put a bow on it, and said, "Here's one of the best trilogies in gaming ever." Okay. You wanted a great story in in three games. It was one of the best. And then you go and you try to make a fourth one, and I was like, you assholes. Cliffy B's not even here. It's not the same people. And, you know, thankfully they just they proved me wrong, and they just made a great game. So that would be one that surprised me. But, yeah, Overwatch for sure in the sense of, do I even want this? What is this? I mean, we were going probably pretty hard Battleborn before we... You won't. Like, I never went, went hard. I never went hard. Battleborn. Well, I bought. We're the leaning only, Battleborn. <laughs> the only reason I bought Battleborn was because I felt bad that you bought Battleborn. True. I was like, 
And, and then I used my Dave and Buster's tickets <laughs> yeah. for my bachelor party that you guys won me to get a copy. And I even feel bad that he did that. <laughs> yeah. I could have had Doom. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, man. <laughs> Don't tell me that. Oh. Yeah. That I'd was say a, Witcher our 3. Bad. <laughs> our bad. <laughs> Witcher 3. That's Witcher a good 3. One. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that that game just destroyed what everybody assumed Witcher was from the first two. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. So. 100%. And thank you, uh, God of Games AJ, for spending the weekend with me, beating the campaign. Uh, we have played through all the Gears of Wars together. It's it's kind of our thing. We used to work at Best Buy together. We're Gears bros, and we finished this one in two days. Yeah. About 12 hours. Nice. All done. on the Twitch stream, Gaming in Detroit. Our next question comes from Jason S., friend we'll just, of the we'll show. Just, yeah, we'll just call him Shilty. Shilty. There you go. Did Gears of War 4 hit the right, <laughs> hit you right in the nostalgia? See, again, this is where I thought the game, I was worried for the game, and it was everything I could hope for. It literally took the original three and just added on. It, it's just like, here's a fourth one that just felt like it belonged the whole time. Don't worry about the fact that it's been like 10 years since we've gotten the game. Here it is. And the story was fantastic. Again, all I, I haven't played a ton of the game multiplayer, but the story is what mattered the most to me, and it was perfect. It was everything I cared about. By the end, I cared about the new characters. I still cared about the old, I still cared about the old characters, and I can't wait for the next game. Let's just put it that way. So, yes, it hit me right in the ball heart. Well, there you go. Our next question comes from Chops, Chops. co-host, part of Motor City Gaming, co-host of <laughs> <laughs> these the people that gave us this feedback are never going to give us feedback ever again. And Chops says, "What will it take for VR to be a commercial success? Does gaming I know. availability and ver- let me read the goddamn? I know the question. answer. It's easy. People have to buy it. Success." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's Chops. I had to give him some I'm shit. I'm punching you in the dick before the end of the show. <laughs> Does game availability and variety matter more than ease of use and price point? Do you think the gaming culture of the future will focus heavily on VR? Also, when will we get this bet out of the way so that I can stop having nightmares about Vir- Valkyria Chronicles? Game on, hashtag Metroid Prime, Federation Force, <laughs> hashtag Dicks Out for Harambe. Dicks out, dicks out. <laughs> so now that I know you're having nightmares, it's, I'm just going to keep it going. <laughs> right? Grim already had to live the nightmare of Federation Force God, for like game. an hour, and then he stopped playing it. No, I played it more than an hour. I played it long enough that my hand's permanent. Look at this. Like, see my hand? It's fucked. Per- this is from that game. Oh yeah, it's got like a like a it's it's got like a notch. It's like it's on notch. off. There's no in between. <laughs> it, it doesn't yeah. progress. It's yeah. just that's and it, it doesn't stop doing that. There's that's it. it. <laughs> that's it. On off. There's no in between. Actually, this is because of Jazzy when he f- hit my hand with a hockey puck when we were kids. Thank you, Jazzy. My no, hand was Metroid Prime. My hand is permanently f because of you You're and welcome. Metroid Prime. Federation Forces. Anyways, to answer your real question, um, I think in this day and age where people more are, are more freely spending money, that if you have a launch of what what PlayStation VR is supposed to have, 50 games, and those games are good, then you will sell 
PlayStation VR because I think people will find a way to buy it. It's not the... You know, like back when the Vita came out and it came out at like 250 it didn't sell because a handheld device at 250 seemed insane. But for some reason, place VR doesn't feel out of reach. It doesn't feel like, oh, 400 No way. I don't, I'm not even interested. I'm still interested. I think even Ethan can sit there and say he's interested. It doesn't mean he'll go out and buy it, but, he, but the fact that the interest is there, people will find ways to get the system if the content is there. Even my wife expressed some interest in VR the other day, and I assured her that you would invite her over to play one when you got your hands on it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I am on the waiting list. This is the one, this is the one uh, pre-order for the year that I missed. And uh, so I'm on the waiting list to hopefully get one launch here, which would be uh, the day after, well, two days after you listen to this because it's a Wednesday midnight release type thing. So uh, hopefully if, if they give me the phone call, then hopefully we can talk about it on the next episode. We'll have some hands-on time with it. So I know me saying this is lofty. And I know it would never reach this level of success, but this has the potential to be the next game changer in the way that the Wii was. This this is the next new way to experience video games. That Yeah, did the Wii sort of piddle out and it become overly gimmicky? Yes, but this has the potential to make us look at video games in a new way. I mean, the technology itself has the potential for so many things. Think of classrooms being able to explore a pyramid in history class or something like that. The abilities that it can do, unlike anything else that's ever come to date, right? So the aspect of the technology is definitely there. Now, Now we're in the, you know, beginning the beginning stages of this. So I'm not expecting to go pick up all these games and stuff like that and just, and be like, everything be perfect. You know, like I've already seen pictures of Batman where like, again, Batman VR looks really cool. Someone found a mirror, (laughs) a mirror inside the game so they could see themselves in the mirror. And then, and then they sat there with the, with these little like flappy hands. They're like, "Look at me, I'm Batman!" And just like they looked like his wrists were broken, and they just like flapping around. So again, it just it looked ridiculous. But when you see what the best of Batman VR, you're like, "Oh wow!" But you also have to understand that like it's not nothing's perfect right now. Like to get a perfect VR game, you're not gonna get it in the next year yeah next maybe two years but if you are an early you know early adapter to this if you are interested in in the technology um then i highly suggest it i mean it's getting great great reviews already kind of funny has had one for a week and a half now and the reviews that's coming out out of these guys who have no problem hating on stuff sometimes they they're they love it you know but Understand what it is before you go drop the money and think it's going to be this like you know perfect just alternate reality that you're gonna fall into and and everything's gonna work the way like it just doesn't you know you're gonna pick it up it's gonna be this device on your head it sounds like uh, you know some of the side effects are it makes you tired you're not gonna be playing this thing for five hours six hours like maybe you do sometimes in video games this is gonna be the throw it on play it an hour take it off because of the fatigue that it, that you develop with it. Could that change the more you use it? Maybe, because this, again, is a different device than we've ever right. used. I don't know. But all in all, VR is definitely has potential. PlayStation VR, I think, 
has the best possibility because it, it has a platform. It has an install base already with PS4 that's only growing right now. And yes, the price point at 400 is tough, but give it a year, and all of a sudden, maybe you set maybe maybe you sell well at 400, and then in a year around holiday time, you cut the price and you let all the other people that want in on it but just didn't want to drop 400 bucks, they're going to come jumping in on it. Especially with games like Rigs. Especially games with like uh, Meet the Robinsons. Um, games like Resident Evil 7. Resident Evil 7, thank you, yeah. Things like that. So, yeah. I think it's the next step. I mean, honestly, a, a lot of gamers nowadays step into the gaming world as kind of like an escape from what's going on in their in their real life and VR is legit putting you into that experience. Yeah, plus Sony has now come out and confirmed that the VR will support non-gaming apps. So when Netflix all of a sudden has VR content, when YouTube all of a sudden has VR content, which they might actually already have some you're going to be able to do it on the PS4. So you're not going to, like, again, where the PC has all these extra functionalities, it sounds like Sony's going to make sure that the, P- the PlayStation yeah. uh, VR has some of it too. And, you know, I'm excited for it. And I think commercial success, I'm not as worried about this device as I was worried about the Kinect and the Vita and the PlayStation Move controllers, which look like they have a second life now, you know, I, I, I feel like this is one of those pieces that they're going to be adding to the industry that won't suffer as much as, uh, as the previous ones. And I think the big thing to see here is if it comes out and does very well, how quickly can Microsoft react? How quickly can these other companies react where it's like Sony has VR, nobody else does in the console realm. Is it is it necessary for the others to have VR now? Are you saying that the homeboy isn't going to be a VR headset? That's what I'm saying. It could be. <laughs> you know, you just strap it on your head and yeah. Dear God, please just tell us what the, I'm interested what it's to see be. like what the other applications of it are and like the increase that like so a travel agency they've already been uh, saying that travel agents are going to you walk in and when you go to want to try to book a, a trip somewhere they throw the VR headset on you and you get like a teaser clip of you going to Madrid, Spain. Yep. And like, hey, do you want to go here? Okay, I wonder how many more people are going to buy travel tickets to places because they physically get to step into the realm and be there for that short teaser to be like, hey, I really want to go there. Yeah. And people have talked about augmented reality within VR where you could go walk the streets of Paris, walk into a store and actually shop in VR in the store and buy stuff. You know, so like maybe you're somebody that just can, can't get to Paris, but you've always wanted to go to that store. Of course you go to their website and probably buy something, but you want the experience of like the closest experience you could possibly get without of being in being that store there. without being there. And you can do it that way. So, I mean, there's all sorts of cool aspects. I look forward to the future of VR. Oh, thank you for the question, Chopsy. Next question is from Bub, and he says, What horror movie would make an awesome video game? What horror video game would be an excellent movie? Ah, good old Bub from Slackjaw Punks. Yep. So if you... Uh, Slackjaw! Slackjaw! If you uh, enjoy 
movies, if you enjoy indie movies, if you enjoy horror movies, you should check out Slackjaw Punks. They have a great podcast focused around that. They have actually several podcasts. So if you like comic books, you like all sorts of things, they have a they have a wide range. You should go check out slackjawpunks.com. But uh, thanks for the question, Bub. I would have to say my uh, movie that would make a good horror video game. I could tell you one that they shouldn't do. The Hills Have Eyes. That wasn't a question. I'm just saying. There the goes Hills Jazzy. Have Eyes should not. There goes Jazzy going rogue. <laughs> Fucking going rogue, always. Can't keep him crowd. I have an answer. I'm listening. It's the obvious answer. Friday the 13th. No. We're making a game. I, I'm, I'm hyped for that one. It's <laughs> it's the one that everyone would have to know that I would give. Um, I want a VR experience Nightmare on Elm Street game where you have the VR headset on and you're phasing in between the dream world and the real world, I think you could have some super cool visual experiences tripping between those lines with a VR headset on. Trying to get away from Freddy. Trying not to get murdered. That's, that's pretty good, yeah, actually. That's really I like, good. I like the whole like being able to phase in and out of the different you know realities yeah. aspect of it. I'd love a Platinum Games Child's Play. <laughs> where you're Chucky, <laughs> where you're Chucky, yeah. and it's just hacking slash murdering people. Actually, I want that. <laughs> I loved Child's Play as a kid, <laughs> but I was scared of shit of, of oh, absolutely of Chucky. But I, Chucky. I loved him at the same time. Yeah, movie that should Inse- be. Uh, um, killer clowns from outer space. Oh yeah, make that one a game. God. I used to hate that movie when I was a kid. That was Tech terrifying. Isn't that like a reality right now, though? Too soon, Jazzy. Too soon. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm hype. Like, I want, I like that the murderous clowns are out there. You like that? Yeah, you... because everyone's afraid of clowns for no reason. Clowns are now standing up and saying, we'll give you a reason to be scared. You're talking about the, cl- the same clowns where there was a clown in the road and someone drove up and shot him in the head and drove off. Yes. <laughs> you, you like that? Yes. Okay, well, I think our ratings, our ratings just dropped. Clowns have been wrong. You probably like gorillas being shot too. At the you don't zoo. talk about Harambe like that. <laughs> clowns have Harambe been video game? Clowns have been wrongly persecuted and judged against here in this country, and they are finally standing up for themselves. And everyone's gonna act like, "Ooh, we we didn't do anything to provoke these clowns." Clowns Everyone are didn't. terrible. Clowns are the best. They're they just are, here to make you laugh. Clowns are the worst. There's nothing good about clowns. Everything's good about clowns. And clowns are stupid. Wrong. Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Crooked Grim needs to check his facts. Clowns make people laugh all the time. No. Not all the time. <laughs> Going off of the whole VR Grim thing. wants you to let clowns <laughs> into our country. <laughs> I hate both of you right now. Answer it, Jazzy. Go. Um, going off the whole VR experience, if they did a VR game in the style of Until Dawn, but of the movie Signs, I would die. Dead. I would die. Just dead. Because that movie scared the shit out of me. But would you die? I would be dead. <laughs> but would you die? I, eh, I mean, if I'm dead, I don't necessarily die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I would. Uh, <laughs> Let's turn it around. Flip though. it around. Flip Remember, because he yeah. So Bob if I had to, asked, if I had to pick a game that would make a great horror movie, it's easy. Eternal Darkness. 
Nice. Oh, yeah. Eternal Darkness on a Nintendo GameCube. That would be one trippy-ass movie. Have Del Toro direct it. Done and done. Here's my money. Where do I send it right now? Let's do this. Let's make it happen. Come on. Give me a call, Del. I'll make it happen. Let's do it. Del? Call <laughs> Del. Give me a call. With Benicio Del Toro or whatever his name is. Oh, Guillermo. It's Guillermo. It's Guillermo. It's Guillermo. I just call yeah. him Del. Yeah. Yeah, we're that close. Yeah, you boys. Yeah. We're boys. Here's my answer. I am the Deadite Knight. Huge Evil Dead fan. I want the game Evil Dead Regenerations, where it's sort of like a parallel sideline, uh, so, you know, like... Uh, timeline to Evil Dead where somehow Ash wakes up in an insane asylum and has to fight his way out and he somehow befriends like a half deadite midget <laughs> who he's like always like abusing and kicking around and stuff but here's what I want that I don't want it to be a movie I want it to be a TV 14 cartoon show marketed at Teenage Boys <laughs> So, like, oh it's kind God. of violent, but not real violent. And it's just sort of like the, the comedy, the slapstick comedy from Evil Dead is there super strong. Jazzy. That's a so, good answer. Jazzy. Is that not a good answer? Jazzy. You know how they have, like, an amazing answer. Freddy versus Jason and Aliens versus Predator? I want them to do, in a horror fashion, Paperboy versus Wall Street Kid. Okay, uh, Ethan, it was a good answer. Good job, Ethan. I'm, I, I, I continuously show up on this show and say things that are genius, and he can barely assemble words that make a cohesive thought. I, Jazzy M. Shitter. And you remember that next time you put me down, you clown hater. Clowns suck, period. You're a bigot. <laughs> A bigot towards clowns, yes. Bigot. My name is Grimlock, and I like Del stuff like Del Toro and Del Taco. Damn it, just stop. I'm going to turn his mic off. <laughs> Cut his mic. There's nothing wrong with Del Taco. There's sure as hell nothing wrong with Del Toro. Del computers. Del computers are all right, yeah. Del computers are decent. I don't own one. I've been to Del City, Wisconsin. Oh, it was I do great. own one. I own an Alienware, which is owned by Del, so suck it. What <laughs> What the fuck does this Wisconsin thing have to do with anything? Because Dell, Wisconsin. Dell City, Wisconsin. Yeah. I had the best burger of my life there. The Dell's are What there. was it called? Uh, the place was called Monk's. Oh, that sounds sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I, sweet. Dell City, Wisconsin may be the indoor water park capital of the world. Can I just say we give Jazzy one segment? It's called emails. And when we get to emails, shit just goes everywhere. <laughs> There's no structure. There's no rhyme or reason. It's just, it's just chaos. That's the way I roll in my shit. White, no white. <laughs> you rolling your shit? I roll my shit. <laughs> Good God, man. <laughs> but to be fair, how bad would it be if I had a segment I was in charge of? I, that's why we don't get way you worse, one. We're way smart. Worse. Yeah, we. Well, we're kind of smart because we still give Jazzy a segment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next email is from Xander, <laughs> host of the Legend of Retro podcast yes. at MotorCityGaming.com. I a got website. early access. To Dragon Quest Builders, and against my better judgment, I invested close to 15 hours to playing it. It's a Minecraft mixed with elements of a Dragon Quest game and a little bit of Harvest Moon. It gives you a purpose of what you're doing and building instead of just being in a sandbox. The only problem with games like this is it's repetitive music. So when you are playing a game without interesting music, what do you listen to? Well, it's unfortunate that you're playing uh, 
Dragon Quest Builders instead of Gears of War 4. So I apologize for that. He did come over and play Gears of War 4 for about an hour. I actually let him play part of the story when we were streaming on Twitch, gaming in Detroit. But, um, yeah, it's just a damn shame. Should have came over. I had the extra Xbox. I know I didn't let you take it home with you, but we could have hooked up another TV. We could have just gamed it out. But no, you had to play Dragon Quest Builders. <sighs> I mean, I got nothing for that. Though I have heard good things. You know, high high reviews on it, but it's just not my style of game. I'm not. I've never been a Minecraft person. So, yes, there's RPG elements to it that give you a little more purpose than Minecraft. Because Minecraft, to me, just felt my. There was nothing driving you. It was just build. I was like, okay, well, but what do I build? Like, I'm not that. I'm not that like free spirited where I'm just like, I'm gonna build a castle and then I'm gonna burn it down and then I'm gonna build a giant Mario and then I'm gonna burn it down. Like, I just like, <laughs> like I just don't do that, right? So, um, it's cool that it gives you a little bit of direction and and helps you play the game. But repetitive, you know, to your actual question on repetitive music, that's why we have the Astros. We plug in our uh, our iPhones into the extra auxiliary port. And I usually will play some sort of electronic beat. Like if I'm playing League, I'll listen to Crystal Method or uh, or some some actual techno like uh, electronic um, League or war music, songs. war songs. Yeah. But uh, I like Seether. I like anything that's got like a like a I don't know a rock beat to it. Something something that I can get that gets me amped up. I always would play music like when I'm playing. I don't play much of them anymore, but when I was playing sports games, because it's just like there's just nothing, right? You have this like crowd in the background cheering you on over and over and over again, and then a, a super annoying announcers. So yeah, I'd always play like you know some sort of music going on during that. But I don't know the recent games. You know, like Gears of War Four, I didn't need any music. That's all I'm saying, Xander, because it's a better game. Lately, uh, when I'm not on the headset, I'm running some uh, Iron Banner or something, not playing with anyone else. I uh, grab my TIE Fighter Bluetooth speaker, and uh, I've been listening to the new Let Live record, uh, If I'm the Devil. And I've been listening to Select Difficulty by Periphery. So a couple good metal bands uh, keep the tempo up and keep me ready to murder other Guardians. Good, good. Recently, I haven't really been listening to music while I've been gaming because what I've done is I've put the world's um, stream on through my headset and then played games while League listening to worlds. worlds. Yeah. Championship. Yep. So I've been like actually listening to matches while playing matches because yeah, uh, I'm addicted to League too. and just getting that overdose is, is wonderful. Um, when I'm not doing that... Um, uh, Kind of like what Gremlin said, anything electronic. Um, I like songs like Sail from AWOL Nation, stuff like that. I like that song when you watch it with the video of the cat that, like, that yeah. like tries to jump and he just like falls to his death, it looks like. I like cats, though, so like I'm not hating yeah. on them like I hate clowns, but like that video is hilarious. The only problem is that it looks like it literally just jumped out the window of a fucking apartment building and didn't probably survive. <laughs> So I'm laughing. I'm laughing like Ethan when that cat fell to its death. <laughs> you are a terrible person. Uh, you're just as bad as me. Don't forget that. That's true. All right. All right. Thank you, Xander. Next question is from Sci-Fi AJ. 
Yes. Two questions. Oh, Question friend at the one. show. Friend at the show. Uh, Samurai Bow. First question. Have you or will you guys ever have a MK tournament? <clears throat> we haven't had just an MK tournament. Uh, would we ever have one? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, if it was more of like a inside like group tournament, then we could have we could do one around XL. But if we were going to have a public event, it probably wouldn't be till the next MK release, just because there's just not enough you know enough attention to MK right now for uh, for public event to draw attention. So, but yeah, if we were going to do something like a fight night round two and we wanted to theme it around a single game, uh, we could do a Mortal Kombat for sure. And who are your favorite combatants? Combatants. Combat with a K. It says combatants. He was probably the victim of autocorrect. Yes, he probably was. That's combat combatants, combatants with, with a K, K though, because because they spell everything with a K. Got it. Even combat spelled with a K. But um, I'm my answer is easy. My favorite is Sub Zero. Uh, he always has been my favorite. And then I would say a close, a close second. I love a lot of the ninjas. So I mean, I, I like Scorpion. I really like Ninja Ninja version Smoke. He's really good. So not not Cyber Smoke. Uh, and it was the Cyber of the, the Lin Kuei. Yeah, the Cyber, uh, you know, Cyrax and Sector and all, and Sector and all them. I, I, no, eh, it wasn't really my thing. Sector about, was my jam. You like Human Smoke from Mortal Kombat Nine? Yes, absolutely. And Mortal Kombat 10. Oh, I haven't played 10 bum, yet. Bum, so bum. Ooh, spoiler alert. Yep. Spoiler. My my all-time number one, Baraka. Love Baraka. I just think he's a badass character with the blades coming out of his arm. I just think he's cool. Love playing him. My, uh, I've always loved Reptile. My favorite color is green. So when I was a kid and he was just a green ninja, it was super cool. And then as he evolved more into a lizard man, um, always love playing Reptile. He mo- moves quickly. He's sort of dirty. I guess he's uh, like me, only I don't move quickly at all. And um, I, I I think I play really well as Scorpion, so I always enjoy playing Scorpion. And let me think. Uh, I think Quan Chi is a really cool character as well. I've always been a big sect. Like Sector, he, when back in the day, Sector was my, my jam. And then uh, I've always liked Melina. I don't know, something cool. something about just like her fight style just super cool it's very like I like the agility of it to be able to like well that's almost, the thing I mean that's the thing with the ninjas I mean she yeah. she's also one of those ninjas uh, the the well, she's agi- like a or whatever with she the, is the she's a, she's a, is. Yeah, yeah exactly but uh, they 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 definitely have that agility aspect to them where I, I just feel like I can get around the the level easier uh, but when you're playing a character that can hit harder, if you're not good at agility and you're not good at, again, twitch reflexes, you're going to get beat up real fast. So, um, I never liked Jax. I never liked Kano. Um, Striker's the worst. I think out of this new game, uh, Kodo Khan. She, I don't know if you're familiar with yeah, that I'm, character. I, I've done a little research. Okay, Kodo Khan is probably one of my favorite heavy heavy hitters. I can't play him very well, but he's just cool. Like, you know, moves where it's like cut his own hand and bleed and sacrifice and to make a sacrifice, and you actually lose health to do it. But then, like, you you strengthen yourself so that your next hits do more damage. Like, think like the mechanics of him were interesting. So, plus he had a sweet ass uh, blade like sword. 
I've always wanted to be a good Raiden player, but I just never was. For Mortal Kombat 2, Raiden's actually my best that I play as. There was a while that I was in super deep on Mortal Kombat 2, I would guess 2008, 2009-ish, and I would just I would just run it with Raiden. I don't know what it was about that time in my life and that in that version of Mortal Kombat, but I was really good with Raiden. Very good. Thank you for the question, Sci-Fi AJ. And we have a question from Tony, friend of the show. Been listening to you guys since... Fan of the show. Fan of the show. Been listening to you guys since somewhere around episode 70. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for sticking with us. Last week, I decided to go back and listen to episode one, as well as a few others. My question for you this week is, which restroom did you record in before you moved into your studio? <laughs> Hashtag bring back Retro Mike. <laughs> Listen, I would bring back Retro Mike if he uh, actually responded to my text messages. Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay, I would. Retro Mike, friend, friend of the show, fan of the show. All right. Respond. But, Tony, let me answer this in the best way that I can answer. When we started the show, we started in the McDonald's bathroom. We upgraded from the McDonald's bathroom to an Arby's bathroom. Arby's bathroom definitely sounded a little bit better. Then we transitioned right over to the Golden Corral bathroom. Okay. Which was a mistake. It was that a big it was woo. a setback. Setback. Lots of yeah. blowouts there. We thought it was gonna be good and we were wrong. That rest stop that we recorded in uh, off of uh, I-94. Oh, the one I got shanked at. Yeah, that, that was a good yeah. one. That was a good episode. Man, I wish we could record every half, episode Good there. half episode. Yeah. Well, let's not go full episode There's there. lots of blood, though. Yeah. Lots of blood. Well, luckily, the tile floor in that rest stop, it mopped up pretty quick. It did. Yeah. yeah. Our second bloodiest episode. <laughs> and, I mean, stabbings are super normal at those rest stops. Yeah. All right, so in all reality, uh, we we started in a conference room of a office building that we cleaned. So we would go in Sunday nights when we were supposed to clean this building, and we would take over their conference room, lock the door, and film the, and record the episode, and then go and clean the building. Uh, so it sounded horrible because it was a giant conference room with two people in it, and a snowball mic hooked to a HP laptop that literally the hinge on it was pretty much broke. It was just, but we knew it turned on, so it worked for us. They would then email the file to me as I lived two hours away, <laughs> yes. and I would uh, tweak the audio to try and clean it up the best I could. And I go, well, I guess it's going to have to be a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's how it started. Uh, we transitioned into, uh, into recording at, uh, at a house. That would would switch between a bedroom and a kitchen. Um, we then added a foam like <laughs> a foam hood, I guess I'd call it. Yeah, that's it. Was like, like three. It. it was like a four sided thing of cardboard with a top top. Oh no, it was kind yeah. of V. Yeah, it was a V. So it was like a V with a top on it with foam insulation. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. we would all huddle in and stick our heads in there and talk. And it did sound a little better, okay? We we were still oh, using yeah. we were still using the snowball mic. We we're still you know still using Audacity, a free a free uh, you know audio program. And that was my entrance to the show. I remember getting was, real yeah. real close to yeah. uh, the old Chops and Jay in that episode, and I was yeah. like, man, I'm super interested in this to the point where I don't even care that I'm like like on top of you guys. 
Yeah, you liked it. Yeah, mainly because Chops was there. Yeah. And his beard is just so soft. Because <sighs> of the Detroit Beard Collective. Dot com. It's a website. There we go. <laughs> okay, got that covered. <laughs> um, check that off. Uh, <clears throat> anyways, so we did that. We transitioned into buying a house, and we were using the kitchen and, again, the spare bedroom. And finally, we can, we built our studio. We got special mics. We upgraded to uh, an actual soundboard. Uh, actual computer rig that's down here permanently just for this purpose, and uh, and then we we convinced Ethan to move home, to move back to the Metro Detroit area. They made me such an enticing offer. I left my job as a professional radio DJ to be like, yeah, you know what, DIY man, I'm gonna, we're gonna do it ourselves yeah. and take over the world. And like, I bailed on the radio industry, to right? Be because I mean, like, if you think. Greg Miller and them left IGN and you thought that was a huge move. This is the most epic move ever made from like being at like the pinnacle of the radio to like and basically giving the, the double bird being like, hey, I was pretty much Howard Stern. Fuck yeah. y'all. I'm out I'm doing my own thing back in Metro Detroit. We'll see you when we're famous. And we had to lock him in the studio and be like, you need to put together an intro that's the shit. And then he came up with what our intro is now, and I'm super pleased with it because I remember episode one where it was bit by 8-bit, bit by 8-bit. Bit by like <laughs> over and over. <laughs> is also really talented, okay? Yeah, we're not going to mention any names, but that person, they did some great things for us recently. <laughs> 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 Not in a historical sense. Just getting yeah, the shit together recently. recently. But uh, yeah, so that, there you go. There's our quick little history of of the podcast with uh, the future pieces coming up. Uh, Patreon supporters will be able to watch us live in the studio, record this naked. Uh, weekly episode live, right right on right on stream. But naked. Maybe not butt naked because <sighs> most of the streaming companies won't let us do that. But, uh, you know, we'll work on that part. But yeah, so I mean that's something coming up, and then uh, we got a couple new shows possibly launching too. So right now we went from one show to two, split off. We got the Legend of Retro, a great retro podcast every other Thursday, hosted by Chops and Xander, and then we have the Gamezilla podcast that you're listening to right now, and uh, we are every Tuesday. So thanks for the uh, thanks for the love, Tony. Um, but you were pretty accurate about the restroom. I, I went back and listened to episode one not that long ago, and wow. I think I'm going to have to take that trip down memory lane sometimes. So. Yeah, it's worse yeah. than I thought it was. It's, it's a lot worse. But, but it also makes me feel good at how far we've come, you know, and how, how much better the show has gotten. Highness Jazzy. But, you know, you can't win them all. Yeah, I don't want you guys to get too popular too quickly, you know. I don't think I could handle having that much uh, fame and notoriety. Oh, wait. I used to be a radio DJ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we close this out, let's just do a small little section. It's called Muster Bust. In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? You guys thought you weren't going to get it. 
Oh, I knew I was going to get it. I saved it for last because this week is pretty fucking terrible. Yeah! But let's get into it because Ethan likes bad games. Yeah! Street Trucks the movie, the game. <laughs> On your Android phone. <laughs> All right. I'm going to punch him now. First games up is Mordheim City of the Damned for the PS4 and the Xbox One. What are the words you just said? I don't even know if I said it right. I gotta, okay, I got to look this up. Mordheim. You can't look it I'm going to say must, must because I must. just got an Xbox One, so I might need to play something on it. Oh, here we go, Jazzy. You own an Xbox One. You cannot rip on it anymore. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, it's loading That's up. That's what I'm saying. I need to play something on it. Let me get some you images. Have gears I, I, I know. Well, I want something image. else. Mordheim. I don't know. This looks kind of cool. Is, and this is on Xbox? Yeah. And PS4. There's a guy with a bow and arrow. So if you like people with bow and arrow and you... You got to make like, a decision. Three. Oh, there's giant rats with swords. Must. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this and tell me that's not a must. Okay. You just sold it. It's a must after I saw that picture. It, it's like it's like a glowing sword with a giant rat. Jazzy, tell me that doesn't look dope. Oh, my God. It's like... Twitch took Master Yi sword. All right, so we got a tr we got a triple must here. Next up, <laughs> a game we don't know anything that's about. Right. Next up, it looks cool. Batman: Return to Arkham for the PS4, Xbox One. That's right. It's the it's the bundle package of all of the Arkham games released on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Ethan, that's a must. They're great games. Especially, yeah. if you, especially if you haven't played them, now's the time. To I would them. say if you haven't played them or you don't own any of them, it's a must. However, for me personally, I own two of the games and I haven't played either of them. So, which ones do you own? Maybe it's just one. You own Knight. Yeah, Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Yeah. Okay. So I own one. Asylum. I'll say Asylum Arkham Knights. I don't think included in this because that's the newest one. I think this is more oh, like so Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and maybe. Uh, Arkham Origins. Origins. Well, then it's a must because I got to play all of them. And maybe Blackgate too. I don't know if they included that or not. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't played Arkham Asylum or Arkham City, this is worth the pickup. It's a new set of trophies if you're a trophy hunter, so or achievement hunter, depending on where you're playing. But uh, yeah, I think it's a must. It's it's uh, great games as as Ethan as Ethan said, fantastic games. So all right, and then the big one. Battlefield 1. Muster bust, Ethan. It will literally be $2.99 365 days from today at your local <laughs> retail store. So pass. Just, just bust on it. Wait and just play in a year because everyone's going to buy it and everyone's going to trade it in. It's a bust for me. I have no interest in playing this game. This game was a bust for me after Amazon tried to pull a quick one and sell a collector's edition with no game in it. I literally at that point had no interest in buying this game. I know that's a horrible reason not to play a game, but I also have had such a horrible track record with Battlefield games. Battlefield 4, launch title, PS4, none of it worked. <laughs> had my story mode de deleted on me three times because I tried to play multiplayer mode. If you didn't hear me right, that's right. If I played multiplayer mode, it corrupted my save file for my story mode. Well, slow down. Slow down. You have it very confused. 
That's replayability. <laughs> no. If you keep getting no. to the end of the game, uh-uh. they, they do that on purpose. That, that, that's how they get longevity out of it. Like, we no. program eight levels, yeah. and it crashes seven and a half levels into the game. I'm not even going to. And I'm I not say even going dumb to, shit. And you say I say dumb shit. I am not even going to follow up with anything on that. I'm just going to move on to you, Battlefield Hardlines, right. the biggest pile of shit ever. Battlefield Hardlines should have never came out. It should have never been a video game. Shame on you all. That one's one of those ones that, you know, like you should read it, watch a YouTube video about in 10 years, like the Battlefield game that never was. So here we go with Battlefield 1. We're back to it. Okay, so Battlefield 4 looked amazing. Battlefield Hardlines looked like a 360 game. And now Battlefield 1 looks amazing. So I'm just going to just sum it up that DICE is going to jack it all up again and half the game is going to work at launch. I just can't. I just cannot give them another $60 of my money to just give me a incomplete pile of shit. How's Dice's track record with content? D- terrible. <sighs> I know you're going to be playing as Dengar tonight on Battlefront. I mean, that part, it has to happen, you know? Like, hashtag Dengar for life. Hashtag dicks out for Dengar. <laughs> <laughs> That's been the muster bust. It's all there is. Those games. It's a pretty light week. So um, this Mordheim game looks like Jade would get real into it. Yeah, she probably will. Yeah. Well, when she does, she has me to thank for pulling up those sweet pictures and recommending it. That's right. So, all right, Gears of War four, fantastic. Go on over to YouTube, Twitch, either one of those, Gaming in Detroit, and you can watch the entire campaign playthrough by yours truly, Grimlock, and God of Games, AJ. We uh, we beat it in 12 hours. We got 85% of the collectibles. We're not missing a whole lot, so that's, uh, that's exciting. The campaign was awesome. I don't want to give any spoilers out yet, but the story was fantastic. It really tied to the old games, and I highly recommend Gears. If you were on the fence, get this game. If you don't own an Xbox, play it on PC or buy yourself an Xbox. It is the game we've been waiting for. This is the game that's going to sell systems for Microsoft. Wow. And Horde Mode, again, I haven't even played true Horde Mode, but they integrated Horde Mode into the story at certain parts, and it instantly made me want to go play Horde Mode more. And then their multiplayer has always been solid, so I'm sure we'll have some fun with that. Are you going to review this? I will. There'll be a review going up on MotorCityGaming.com. Cool. It's so, a website. Here's what I'm going to do. Since I have never played a Gears game, I picked up my Xbox One. I bought the Ultimate Edition, so I have all of the Gears now. You do? So I am going to play through with my best friend, Grimlock. So he gets uh, I have know, agreed. another playthrough. You yep. agreed to be his best friend. And yep. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> and I get to my first playthrough, and then I will do a another review after I've completed four to give you kind of like that perspective of somebody that hasn't played Gears and yeah. then played through all of it. Yeah, that sounds good. But yeah, well, I'll be writing up uh, the initial review here shortly, and then you can catch Jazzy's uh, later on once he completes the game. But um, man. Check out Gears of War if you can. It is... I know I talked a lot of shit about this game, and I am glad that they put me in my place and delivered a very, very good project. Or, sorry, project. A very, very good product. And uh, I can say that from the early reviews from going around, uh, IGN's early review that's not finalized, they are giving it 9 out of 10. 
You know that that's I, I haven't read I did, I read zero reviews until I played the game until I beat the campaign and then I kind of went and looked at, looked into it and I mean everybody seems to be enjoying it so good job uh, from the coalition uh, I have I now believe in you guys and I am looking forward to future Gears of War because you've now set yourself up with a story where I cannot wait to figure out what's going to happen next. I'm actually a little bit jealous that I don't have an Xbox One, because the little bit of Gears of Wars I've played is super fun, and uh, that actually sounds like a really good time playing through them all the way through, so I hope you guys enjoy that. Yeah, I was super pumped when I didn't, I wasn't paying enough attention that the Ultimate Edition comes with digital uh, digital codes for all the games, so uh, I am very excited to be able to and play through the pass. Yeah, which will include yeah. 24 more maps and, and all sorts of other uh, uh, gear and stuff like that, so that's pretty cool. And they have, like, Really cool skins for the multiplayer to the point where I even want to try like Zombie Dom. Spoiler alert: Zombie Dom's not alive anymore. So I was like, Zombie Dom. I got a little sad. I was like, Oh man, he's back from the dead. But um, and they have some some other cool ones too. But Zombie Dom hit me hit me real in a real special spot. My dick. Mm-hmm. But Gears of War Four, I give it a uh, I give it a nine out of ten. On our scale, there's my there's my review here. But if you want to read a full review about mechanics, about the uh, story mode, things like that, where there might be some spoilers, you'll be able to catch it all on our website, MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. That's right. And that about wraps it up. So we'd like to thank our sponsor, the DetroitBeardCollective.com. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. Use the promo code MCGaming and save twenty percent on purchases of twenty five dollars or more, and get all sorts of great beard items, beard care products, uh, shampoos, beard balms, beard elixirs, beard combs. They got everything you need to keep your face fe- f- face fur feeling fresh. Face fur feeling fresh. Jaina. Jaina. <laughs> it's got to fit some Jainas in here every episode. Uh, we also want to remind you, check out our, our other great podcast, The Legend of Retro, airs every other Thursday all about retro gaming uh, focuses every episode around a specific a, spe- a specific game and then retro relapse where they play a game right before the show and then they analyze it and talk about it on the show really cool this net- next episode coming up is Mario Kart 64 and it has a special guest on it no one special jackass magoo it's just me that's right oh I make my, my first God. appearance on the Legend of Retro and um it was a good show. It was a very good show. Had a lot of fun. Learned some stuff about Mario Kart that I did not know. So, pretty cool. Um, you can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Google Play, and MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. Like, share, and leave comments, reviews for the GameZilla podcast. Tell your friends about it. It's the best thing you can do for us. If you love listening to the GameZilla podcast every single week, make sure you tell tell a friend friend about it. Don't keep this a secret to yourself. Share it with the world and help get Motor City Gaming on the map bigger and bigger, and we'll take over the gaming world with you. And breaking news, if you haven't been to the website in a little while, go check out MotorCityGaming.com because it just got a facelift. We're looking at MCG 2.0, and we have a new podcast pages. We have new blog pages. We have all sorts of uh, updated navigation, so you can find yourself easier, find all your stuff easier. Also, go to the website right now, because for the month of October, 
we are having our giveaway. And we are giving away a digital code for the Ultimate Edition, $100 value, the very same edition that we just talked about, for Gears of War 4. So if you want a free copy of Gears of War 4 that comes with all of the original games, plus the Season Pass, head on over to MotorCityGaming.com and enter our contest that runs through the month. We do giveaways every month, so next month... I don't know what we're doing next month, what the giveaway will be. Maybe Titanfall 2. What? Maybe, we, maybe we'll maybe we give away Pokemon. Oh, yeah, Pokemon 2. Maybe we'll do both. Feeling generous. Getting around the holidays almost. All right. Um, with that being said, guys, it's been a, it's been a great episode. <laughs> okay, now that I'm done, uh, we're done doing that. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. And as always, game, game on. on. Punch him in the dick, punch him in the dick, punch him in the dick. Get over here, Jazzy. That's what you get. That's what you get. I'm turned on by this. <laughs>